One, two, three. Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports viewer, your fan. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am from the North. I get people all the time that says they love. I'm a Midwesterner. I'm from that upper peninsula of Michigan. I'm a guy's guy, alpha male. I'm the guy you want to take to the bar with you, and I also love to bet. There you go. That's me. I'm Ray. There you go. That's and it helps when you say your name. And if we, we sound different, we're in a different room right now. And and I just want to tell the two of you guys, we're in a small room, so there's no farting. I already smell something a little funky. I don't know who it was. Oh, that was definitely me. Yeah, yeah. But Before I, you guys came in, don't do that. It's tight quarters. Yeah, uh, our regular studio is being used for something, so we are in a side studio with two mics. So it's gonna be. Here we go. Oh, Eddie, lean in. Ray, lean in. I got my own mic. Whatever. Here we go. We'd like to start this uh, show off with a little game called Would You Rather? Would you rather not be allowed to wash your hands for a month or not wash your hair for a month? Uh, See, the washing of the hair you can get away with. I remember in college, there were times spring break, uh, what was I going to say, fall break. Those times when you're not really around a lot. I guess like in spring break, you can bathe in the ocean. Uh, Fall break, you're just chilling at the dorm. Nobody else is going to see you. There's times you can get away with not washing your hair. For some reason, I always have to wash my hands multiple times a day just because they get dirty. You get pen marks on it. Uh, You're eating stuff. Oh, it smells like cheese. I always have to, for some weird reason, go under the sink and clean them off. The bathing, the hair, they go forever without that. Your hair is actually built to not be shampooed every day. If you talk to people that are dermatologists, if they deal with hair, beauticians, uh, cosmeticians, um, cosmetics, they all know and say that you don't have to do your hair every day. Eddie, take over. Uh, I mean, I would have to, I have a weird thing with hands. Like when I eat like an orange or I eat donuts or pancakes, anything that's going to be sticky, like I can't stand it on my hands. Ice cream, it gets a little bit on my hands. I I have to wash it immediately. So that would drive me nuts if I could never, ever wash my hands like crazy. At least hand sanitizer something. Hair, I don't care. Although hair, if you don't wash it for like a few days, it starts to smell pretty bad. I mean, if you look at Ray's hair right now, I don't think he washed his hair last night. It looks very greasy. Correct. And so that tells me that he didn't wash it. So a month of that, I, I could care less about washing my hands. It's washing the hair that would be so weird because it would be gross and greasy and nasty. People can't tell you didn't wash your hands. It's not about people telling or not. It's how gross your hands feel. And you're grabbing your food and stuff and shaking people's hands. And-, and That's fine with me. No problem. No one's touching your hair. Yeah, but your hair looks gross. And do you want to look gross or do you want to feel better? I mean, when your hair gets washed after not washing it for a few days, let's say you're at the lake for a weekend and you don't take a shower. All you do is swim in the lake for three or four days. Your hair feels pretty gross. Yeah, I actually like that feeling. It feels like it's thicker. Because I don't have a lot of hair. Yeah, I was going to say, you're kind of bald, though. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hair, so when I don't wash it, it feels thicker. But you guys do realize people that have dreadlocks and a lot of girls now with dry shampoo. Yeah, they don't wash their hair. They're washing their hair for yes, days do. on end. Dude, you can go right. two to three times with that dry shampoo a day and not even shampoo it. That's true. The women don't wash their hair every day. It's bad for your hair. Wait, does dry shampoo count as washing your hair or not? Yes. Okay. Because it's shampoo. And avoid that point. But they do go without washing their hair. Like, they'll get in the shower and not wash it. Yeah, like a day or two. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you're saying don't ever wash your hands or don't ever... Yeah, I don't mind not washing my hands. I maybe wash my hands once a day. <laughs> you for sure don't wash your hands after you use the restroom. No problem. Don't worry about it. That's gross. Yeah. All right. Well, what a weekend. But the most entertaining thing over the weekend, there was college football, there was NBA basketball, college basketball, NFL, but the most entertaining thing of the weekend. Here we go. The Cowboys. Was Zach Smith's Twitter. Coach Zach Smith, the coach that was fired from Ohio State, he went. He's the the one that was. uh, Allegedly allegedly had domestic violence with his wife, going to be ex-wife. He got on Twitter yesterday and was going off on Tom Herman, head football coach at the University of Texas. And he was like, how do at Coach Tom Herman and his wife, he tagged his Coach Herman's wife, 
feel about their horrendously underperforming season? Better question, how does she feel about her husband being the biggest blank bag in America? Doesn't want to ruin her own life, just like she told my ex. I'm done being quiet, Michelle. And then he says another one. Hey, at Tom Herman's wife, remember when you had Coach Tom Herman text me that you're not afraid of me? You should be afraid because I know everything you told my ex and I know everything your blank bag husband has done. So be afraid because I know the truth. Then he goes on. Hey, at Coach Tom Herman, you still running from the truth? Cool with me getting my life ruined on some BS, but don't want me to expose you? Send me one, send one more person to meet with you and hide your crap. I'm done protecting you, B word. You're a bad human. I was crucified and ruined on social media for no reason. However, I know several high-profile high coaches that should have been. Know what I mean? Coach Tom Herman, remember the several times you cheated on your wife and she told my ex about it? Because I do. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this is what, you know what this I mean, tells he me? went on and on and on. Hey, Tom Herman. And he goes, hey, Brett McMurphy, who reported the original story about Zach Smith. I witnessed Tom Herman cheat on his wife with several times once at an Asian massage parlor and just texted him that I'm done protecting him. We're going to be honest now or nah, LMAO. <laughs> so this is what, what I'm learning from this. Wow. When a college football game ends on a Saturday at 3 p.m., all the way until Monday when they reconvene for practice around 3 p.m. They have about 48 hours. During those 48 hours at a college football city, there are some crazy things going down. Oh, recruiting trips too? Like whenever they're out on the road, they're just having a good old time. Here's another tweet. Hey, remember when you were with an Asian masseuse? Because I do, Coach Tom Herman. You're the biggest snitch alive and also the biggest hypocrite alive. Anyone want to know all about Tommy Boy? Contact me. <laughs> This is well, con awesome. Contact him. I want to know about Tommy Boy. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach Tom Herman. Oh, remember there's more? Oh, he goes on and on. Hey, Coach Todd Herman. Remember when you told me about your wife catching you cheating on cheating on her with an Iowa State recruiting girl? <laughs> I mean, Coach, you're laughing, but this could end their marriage. Well. Yeah, I mean, for sure this could But this dude, is I mean, he's but lost it. He's for sure lost it. And, and someone goes, man, looks like you've been hitting the bottle on the Sunday. And he goes, oh, I don't hit the bottle near as much as at Coach Tom Herman does nightly. <laughs> I mean, how old is this dude? Like, is this a junior high? Like, No, this, he's old enough. It's so immature. And like, what, what do you get out of doing this on social media? Telling people that just don't care or don't know, like... What's any of us going to do about it other than just say, this is crazy. Like, we're not going to, we don't know their marriage. We don't know their relationship. Like, we have nothing to do with this. It's just bizarre that that this guy would think to bring it out to the public, to well, what he's us. saying, What he's saying is Tom Herman went behind his back and tried to get Urban Meyer out of Ohio State and reported about this Zach Smith stuff to this reporter. And he knew all along that it was Tom Herman. And now he has proof it was Tom Herman. So now he's letting Tom Herman's dirty laundry out there because, hey, if Tom Herman did it to him, he says, why am I not going to do it to him? So do you agree this is a good way to do it, to get back? If you if you want to be tit for tat, no, no, if it's, well, this is tit for tat, right, That's exactly and, what this and, is, and it's all hearsay. I don't know if this is true, right. but he put it out there on Twitter. And my whole thing is, if he puts all this on Twitter, I, I don't know about the legal system, but if you're putting false things out there like this, slander, I'm, slander, can't you sue him? Yeah. So if Tom Herman doesn't sue him, to me, it's like where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, and also, uh, guys, what we're learning with Twitter is you can get sued now and you can go to court and it's going to be held in court and you can get in a lot of big trouble for Twitter. Twitter is a crazy powerful tool. Be careful. Don't just go on randomly on a Sunday night after drinking and start tweeting because if you can take you to court, uh, don't do that, people. Log out of your accounts. Give people your passwords and don't let yourself go on Twitter unless it's Monday morning and you've had a cup of coffee and you're relaxed at the office. Everybody here on that one? Are you talking to yourself? Sometimes I will <laughs> tweet some crazy stuff on Twitter. There's and then been, the next morning you're like, uh-oh. I've had to delete some. Um, luckily still employed, everything good in the hood. But I did learn my lessons. You don't just go on Twitter and do random stuff like that. It can come back to bite you. I have people in my life that hold me back. My girlfriend will say, hey, don't tweet that. Or sometimes my other boss, Bobby Bones, will be like, hey, you're not allowed to tweet this kind of picture. you got to be careful. So I have some pretty good advisors in my life that help me out with that kind hey, of stuff. Zach Smith also has some questions for rec recruits. 
Hey, recruits, would you go play for a coach that cheats on his wife habitually and frequents Asian massage parlors? He has three kids, and his wife told my ex she's been trying to leave him for six years. Hashtag hook him. <laughs> like, I mean, this is unreal. It is unreal. I, I just, it's a coming from a guy who's accused of beating up his wife, his ex wife, and this is his way of getting back. Like, dude, this isn't the way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure he's full of. Anger and hate, and he said, and people said on there, they said, "Dude, are you crazy? Do you you're never going to get another coaching job? If I saw this, I would never hire you." And he goes, "I'm done with coaching that crappy profession where you have to lie." Yeah, he's full of hate. He's done. I mean, I get that, but this is just not the way to do it. That's crazy. Well, and so this, uh, what is it? It's Zach Smith, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Zach Smith. Okay, Zach Smith. So you used to think, oh, he's a coach at Ohio State. What an amazing life. He plays. He's a coach for one of the most prestigious schools in the entire country. I can't believe it. How lucky he got. What a perfect world he lives. Now all of a sudden we find out his relationship was falling apart. He's an absolute lunatic from what he tweets. He had other secrets that he was holding. Like, this guy was a ticking time bomb, and you had no idea about it until this last year. Yeah, well, I think that he feels like he was ruined in the public eye and made to look like a bad guy when he says Tom Herman allegedly did all this stuff behind closed doors and everybody thinks he's a saint and a but great dude. Everyone does stuff everybody, behind closed doors. And exactly. Every, and, and the fact that people think that they're saints is not that their issue. That's the people's fault for thinking that. Right. And what he, that's what he's saying. He's like, well, if I'm going to go down, why am I not going to take this dude that took me down? I get it. I understand. Well, I, and I, I, if I was in that position and I knew stuff about someone that took me down, I would probably do the same thing. Sure. Absolutely. So I don't, if this is true, I don't blame him for doing this because he's like, man, if my reputation and my life's going to be ruined, why isn't his? It's not, he, he's. That's tit for tat. So you do agree with it. I agree with it if it's true. If that's how you want to go about it. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with it being middle school like type stuff. So what's the next step? All these Asian massage parlor people come out and say like, yeah, it's true. He comes all the time. And like, what's next? Like, do now all these people have to come out and say, yes, I, I, I was the mistress in his marriage. Like, I don't know. What, you know the, what I mean? Like, he, like where, where's the closure in this? He, he said, you guys have a good night. Plenty more coming for old coach, coach Tom Herman and his wife. He tags his Herman's wife in him. I mean, that is unbelievable. I was sitting there watching that last night, just going, "Okay, he's going to bed." And then, and then five minutes later, he'd tweet again. I'd be like, "Oh, let me look at that tweet." And then five minutes later, he'd tweet again. I have a question for you too. Does this ruin Coach Herman's marriage? Does this does this guy's crazy tweeting marathon affect this dude's marriage? No, I think that um, I I think he was probably the wife was probably already aware of this stuff. Like he said, she would call my ex wife crying, and so I think she already knew if things were going on, she knew about it, and. If it's according to him, she likes the lifestyle, so she doesn't want to leave him, and she has three kids, so she's going to stand by her man. Exactly. And guys, listen to this: when a person goes to court and they get divorced, what does it always say on the paperwork? It says irreconcilable differences. It never says Twitter. I'm telling you right now, there <laughs> maybe there's never been a person that admits to Twitter breaking them up, and I don't think this is going to be the first time. Like Lunch said. The chick already knew stuff was going on if she said that she's been trying to divorce him for six years. So some tweets coming out about stuff she already knew other than her getting a lot of at mentions today and her being like, man, why is my Twitter blowing up? Oh, somebody's going off on my my guy. Uh, I guess I got to stand up for this relationship again. But did she is she believing in the relationship? Does she not believe in the relationship? Who knows? Anyways, can I say this about Tom Herman? If I think back to about a podcast maybe a month ago and I said, guys, there's going to be a lot of stuff come out about Tom Herman. And I wrote on a piece of paper and I, in confidence, I gave it to Eddie and Eddie saw that piece of paper. And I said, there's stuff that's going to come out about Tom Herman. Guys, did I not predict all of this? I literally said Tom Herman, Cal- or, uh, Longhorns, amazing, da, da, da. But listen, I have people in the inside that said stuff's going to come out about ter- Tom Herman. Does this constitute his stuff coming out? Holy crap. I did not put that together until you just said that. <laughs> He's right. He wrote it on a piece yeah. of paper. Well, he wrote it on a piece of wrote, paper. Now, now, here's the thing. Now, now, but he Wait, didn't hold say, up. Hold uh, up. Okay. Is his insider freaking Smith? Is yeah. is this who Ray's talking to? Is no, Ray he's talking, talking to South Beach. Oh. I have buddies that knew some stuff about some writers that were informed about some stuff. Is it exactly what this Twitter stuff is about ruining his marriage and hooking up with other chicks at Asian massage parlors? No, but it was about... I can tell you, though. But can you tell us what it was about? We can't say that, right? 
I mean, I'm not gonna. You don't want to say that, but but I can tell you there was nothing nothing mentioned about Asian Asian massage parlors. So there's more to if Ray if what Ray was saying was right and what he wrote on the paper. Well, he just wrote more the name. Than, there's more than what Coach Smith said. No, he, he said something else. What did he say? Write it down because I, I have no idea. I think on the podcast I said, guys, I know something about Tom Herman. And you're like, you can't say that. And I'm like, okay, it's alleged. I got some inside sources. And then I wrote on the piece of paper what it was, and Eddie saw it. And I'm not saying that it's exactly word for word what went down here on this little Twitter account. But I am saying I predicted it's coming out. Oh, in, well, that is on there. It he is? That? that he partied? Uh, what? Not... not no, no, no. Uh, okay. We're being, we're being, Listen, we're what, guys, 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 stop talking in code. What is on the Twitter account is saying that he partied with some recruits and stuff. That is along the similar lines of what I said was going to come out. Similar, that's it. That's similar. it. I did not predict that he was cheating on his wife, but now that's out there, and it is a huge smokestorm right now. I mean, now. it's a huge story, and UT is going to have to come out and address this at some point. They're going to have to make a statement saying we believe in Tom Herman, we have his back. Something, I mean, something is going to have to be said. I don't think you can just ignore this because if the next press conference Tom Herman has, some reporter is going to have to ask him, hey, what do you want to say to Tom, you know, what to respond to Zach Smith's Twitter statements? He says this, this, and this. How do you respond to that? I mean, don't nowadays, they just they can easily just say, uh, no comment, guys. I just want to worry about what's going to go on Saturday uh, with the game here with UT, the Horns. Well, they can, but what, what I don't understand, though, is that, okay, from here on out, every press conference, you want to ask Jimbo Fisher, you want to ask Chip Kelly, whoever, are you cheating on your wife? Just to, hey, there, there are, I've heard no, some rumors. You no, know no, what no. I mean? Like, really? No, no, that, no, this is an actual something in writing. You can't just make in up. Writing, a, Twitter is something yeah, in writing? That's the one. Can I say I am so glad social media is around because when people get mad and they get fired up, they just go and tweet things and then it's just like you learn a lot more things about people because of Twitter because they don't think they don't have time to, okay, I'm going to do an interview with the newspaper, and by the time the newspaper gets there, they have time to calm down, and they don't reveal as much information. This, you're angry right there in the moment. You've had a couple, you know, and so you just start going off on Twitter. Yeah. And it's just well, like, the, 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 wow, the, it's already out there. The feeling of thinking that, like, oh, I'm writing something down, and the whole world can see this never crosses anyone's mind. Never. Like they really and it think, doesn't go away. They really think it's like writing a text message to themselves. It's not. Everyone's gonna see that, and it is out there. And people, you can delete it, but I, no matter oh, what, someone, someone has screenshotted it. it. Someone screenshots everything. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the this guy cheated on his wife multiple times. Allegedly, allegedly, you know, according to Coach, what's his name, Smith? Yes. What's his first name? Zach. Zach Smith. Let's so, so, so allegedly, he cheated on his wife. He goes to massage parlors. He uh, parties with uh, recruit girls. Whatever. Okay, that's still not the same as what this other guy's allegedly fired for. Like, you can't compare the two. So if you're going to just, if if uh, Herman's going to be in trouble for cheating on his wife or partying with recruit girls or whatever, then let's start investigating every coach in the United States. Like, let's be real. Well, I'm not saying he should be in trouble for cheating on his wife. That's between him and his wife. Right. Maybe they have something in their marriage where he's if he's on the road, he's allowed to do that. I, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, he he tries to make himself look good in public, and he tried to bring down Zach Smith and but Urban everyone Meyer. does. No one says out there like I'm a cheater. Nice no, no, I'm saying, but he's trying. He went behind their back and tried to bring them down. So this dude says, you know what? No, if you want to try to be Mr. Cool and bring us down, we're going to put your dirty laundry out there. Well, and I think where he crosses the line is the partying with recruits, because that was one of the tweets that said. The he, Iowa State recruiting girls. Okay, so I think there's got to be something in his contract that says, guys, there's a line drawn at these recruits coming to town. You can't go out with them or something like that. You can go to dinner with them, but you're not allowed in their dorms at parties. That's again, there's got to yeah, be something in the contract. There's got to be some line. But so if yeah. you guys want something entertaining to read and look over, like it's, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I just was reading it going, this dude, oh, ooh, oh, ooh. And it was very were, entertaining. How off? How quick were these tweets coming out? Were you following them every live? ten minutes? And you were following them. Oh live? yeah, 
I felt like it was every 10 minutes. I, I'd go back and look, and there'd be another one. I'd be like, oh, because then he'd be like, all right, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And then you go back, and there's another one. And I was like, this is so. I, Did I, you follow him to keep track? No, or? I didn't follow okay. him because I was just like, man, I don't want to give him a follower for this because <laughs> I'm not a fan of his. But the fact that he's throwing it out there, I was like, okay, I, I can get behind you, you know, kind of throwing some dirt out there on Twitter. I like dirt on Twitter, I like feuds. And so it's great. And um, Friday, right after we left, Right after we did the podcast. Wow, I texted you. I could not believe it. Des Bryant tears his Achilles. In practice. In practice. His second practice. And my cousin, who is a used to be a strength and conditioning coach, uh, made it all the way up to the AAA level of uh, minor league baseball as a strength and conditioning coach, he texted me, and we were texting back and forth, and he said, whoever was training him, he has to fire him immediately because that's his fault. He said... It's um the guy. It's on the backside of your heel, obviously, and it's huge and like jumping, sprinting, and changing directions. And one of the properties of ligaments are they stiffen up and lose some of that rubber band quality when you aren't doing those types of exercises. And then if you try to get back in it real quick without any easy progression, that's when it happens. So whoever was training him, my cousin says, was not doing a good job of making sure they kept that. But he also said, um. It, it requires 100% effort. So maybe Des Bryant's working out at 65% and you try to ju- That's why you see it in training camp. These people try to go from zero to 100 in two practices. And that's why you have all this happen right away in the beginning of training camp. That, and that's exactly what d- happened to Des. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking more of like, uh-oh, this is a dude coming off straight from the couch. No practice, no exercise to let's go, let's do this. His mind's in it, but his body hasn't been doing crap for months. And he said, you know, he probably wasn't doing it 100%. And he he, he said, I would, I would doubt that he had a professional trainer. He probably said, hey, I'll pay my cousin to train yeah. me, something like yeah. that. Because he said a, a, a real trainer would probably be better at to handle that. And then... Like, I thought, okay, the Saints, like, what are they going to do? I mean, they must have thought he was the second coming of Jesus, the way they acted like they were going to rally around him every time they scored a touchdown they do yesterday. The X. They do the X for Des Bryant. I'm like, coaches, guys, he's been on the team for two days. He was and exactly best two with him? practices, and all of a sudden he's the greatest guy in the world, ah. their favorite player of all time. I got to say, ah. though, when they put up that X, I got chill bumps. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I, I, I did. laughed at them. I was no. like, guys, come on. You barely know the guy. He practiced two times, so you probably spent three hours with him, and you're throwing up the X like you're playing the rest of the season for him. This isn't some guy that's been working hard that was undrafted out of college and has been working his way and been on the practice squad for months and he gets his shot and he gets hurt this is some guy you signed off the street he's been playing Madden for the last six months and he comes to two practices and all of a sudden he is the inspiration for the team throw the X X gonna give it to you X gonna I mean wow that's but like now, pouring out the beer for your buddy like your no, lost no, yeah, one your real buddy that you've known for a long time if I <laughs> if I meet some dude tonight at the soccer game and he gets killed tomorrow I'm not gonna pour out beer for him because I don't know him okay I mean that's kind of rude like I would pour out a beer for him like you know and he's a fellow NFL receiver so if there's a lot of people that get hurt and they don't do special tributes to them. I know, dude. You understand how many times I did the X when Dez was a cowboy? Like, that's a thing. Like, it's such a, like, Dez is my boy. Like, I know he's not a cowboy anymore, but I'm But this I, could be career ending. Oh, uh, yeah, for this sure. This is it. This could be it. But Dez is an idiot. It, this screams that he was just chilling for all these weeks. Sure, he had a crappy trainer or maybe paid big bucks and had a good trainer. But those workouts aren't the same as playing NFL football. He's just doing bench press, doing some triceps. Hey, man, let's go do some cardio. You want to go run hills in Cali? All right, cool, dude. Let's go run some hills. I mean, he was not having that NFL trial and then he thinks he or NFL type games situation. And then he thinks he can just come on the Saints, baby. They're rolling. Let's go. We're going to go to a Super Bowl. And he's running all these routes, trying to be all badass. And he gets hurt. I mean, dude, Friday night, I see that over Sports Center. He got hurt and it's just like oh my gosh this dude's a joke he wasn't ready it's not that somebody tackled him i don't know i don't know the details no, no, i don't think it's tackled okay. i think it's just you're running okay. around and you're just ah then it's obvious it's obvious this dude was chilling he but wasn't ready i do feel but i do feel bad for him of course you like feel i'm like because this him. could be the end of his career anytime someone ends their career because of injury it's like man that's really sad I hope it's not ending career. I, it's a hard. This is a, I mean, the 
This Eight year's done. This year's and done. And next year's done. And next year, who's going to want them? Who's going to want that dude? And with these injuries, you got to watch out. Like Porzingis, they're still saying, why is it taking him so long to come back? Well, it's like for the Knicks. That well, guy's I, been out forever. Well, they're, I think he tore his ACL. Right, but they're like, he's nine months. He's a little behind. He's not even sprinting yet. And then he posted on but Instagram like, a picture of him running. This is the same thing DeMarcus Cousins is going to be trying to come back from. And that's why. And Boogie I, hasn't played yet, has he? Well, no, he's not supposed to come back till January or February. And that's why. And he's a big dude and a big guy coming back from this injury. Uh, that's why it's a good uh, low risk signing for the Warriors, but I don't know if he's going to be able to add anything because he that is a tough injury to come back from. But then it wait, didn't wait, even who's Boogie, Demarcus Cousins got it. But it doesn't matter. It didn't bother the Saints at all this weekend. Congrats to Eddie on hitting the lock. He hit that I, lock. That, I mean, that might have been the most stress less lock ever if you're watching that game you watch the first quarter of that game you're like all right let's go get some beers let's chill yeah guys let me tell you the saints are rolling i mean they're not just beating people they are annihilating they are the best team in the nfl right now number uno numero uno they're not squeaking out these wins they are crushing people they are Winning and winning convincingly where Drew Brees doesn't even... They, they brought Teddy Bridgewater into the game yesterday because they were winning so bad. They are all... Woo! You know what I heard on SportsCenter? This stat is going to blow you away. This is going to be the craziest stat you hear all day. They said that Drew Brees in whatever, the sports science, they did something where all things are equal and they did an Olympic archer and they said Drew Brees is more accurate than an Olympic archer. Is That's that awesome. not nuts? It's awesome. I don't exactly know how they measured that, but they literally did all the number crunching, and sports science, is it's science, folks. Uh, an Olympic archer, that's the bow and arrow guy? Yeah. How is a bow and arrow? I don't get it. Like, so they obviously did some different calculations of how much an archer misses and how much his passes. Oh, miss. so how much Drew Brees misses? Yeah. So literally, it's almost like he <laughs> but, has a bow. But he has moving targets. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Do That's archers have moving targets? No. I guess it's just a stationary <laughs> thing. But they crunched those numbers and they said basically he has a bow and arrow when he's throwing the football. So when oh, you're so watching, he's as accurate as a bow and arrow yes. person. So when you're watching the games, it's not even an arm that he has. It's literally a, a bow and bow arrow. And arrow. Well, that's blown my mind, Ray. Thank you. That's- and can I say, for all the love that Aaron Rodgers gets, I would say all time Drew Brees, Drew Brees is a better quarterback, NFL quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but I think that he hasn't had those games where he's come back and like you know won fourth quarter victory. Who cares? No, I think that's what stands over him. Like I think that's what where people remember Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like, they, they the flair for the, yeah. The, but. I mean, the numbers and the accuracy, the the decisions made, all that. Yeah, Drew Brees is way better. But you don't remember him as like, oh, man, Drew Brees, Drew Brees doesn't matter if they're losing by 40 at the, the half. He'll come back and get you. Like, you know no. why? Because they're not losing by 40. That's what I'm saying. Well, I get like, it. Like, comebacks, you have to be losing in the first place. So, I just, for my money, in the all-time ranks, I mean, I we always want to rank everybody and it gets annoying, but I would say Drew Brees is higher on the all-time quarterback list than Aaron Rodgers. So you go Tom Brady, Brees, Rodgers? Well, no, 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 not, no, I don't think Brees is second all-time. Yeah, you're such a millennial. Eddie's only ranking the guys that are on TV nowadays. <laughs> well, no, we're not counting Joe Montana and Dan Marino. We're like, we're still not doing that, right? But yeah, you have to. Time. I'm saying all-time, oh. all-time. Like, I say Tom Brady's the best of all time, but if you, wherever you want to make your list, I would put Drew Brees higher than I would put Aaron Rodgers. And no one talks about Drew Brees. He doesn't get the media love because he plays in New Orleans, and they don't put him on TV, I guess. I don't know. But the dude is really good and he's fun to watch and I, I just and he seems like his teammates like him more like if you watch the Packers they don't like pa- they nobody don't like likes Aaron Rodgers we don't like Rodgers everybody hates that guy he just looks like he would be no fun to hang out with yeah he seems like a piece of crap like he just seems like a downer like cocky like just not fun and when, I, I would not just by looking at him you know he's the type of guy that makes fun of his teammates I mean yeah. doesn't it seem like it it almost seems like sometimes when they don't get a pass he just outwardly yells at him. I don't see, I mean, if your quarterback yells at you and we can see that on TV, that must happen a lot. Oh, it happens can all you the time. It? They all yell at oh, their players. Can I mean, you, you imagine can see Brady the at practice? Like whenever Rodgers, he snaps that 
the the yeah. chin strap off. Yeah. I'm like, man, put your chin strap right. back on, you fool. Act like a man. There are ten cameras on you right now. And, and I feel like he's the dude that would be like in the locker room, and be like, hey, everybody, look at look at Jimmy's pecker. Look how small that thing is. <laughs> look at that dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of guy. Yeah, but yeah. So the Saints keep rolling. Uh, what else? I mean, the NFL weekend. I, the Patriots came out. They were flat. They just had a bad game. Wait, uh, no, 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 no. Like, I would give that to the Titans. I mean, the Titans played a great game. Like, I I, I mean, I don't know if it's because they, they beat the Cowboys so bad and then they beat the Patriots. And I'm thinking, like, oh, okay. Like, now the Cowboys lost to the Titans in so bad. But watching the Titans play last week and this week, that's a different team than I've seen them play all year. I don't understand what's happening. Uh, and by the way, I forgot to tell you guys, Brandon Marshall is to work out with the Saints today. It looks like they're going to sign Brandon Marshall. And he may tear his ACL in practice. Achilles. Whatever. Okay. So, yes, the Titans looked – what, what, what the, the, the MO it looks like to beat the Patriots. How do you beat the Patriots? You have to have a good defensive line. Like, that gets pressure on Tom Brady. Look, the Jacksonville Jaguars, pressure on Brady. The Titans, they were in Brady's face all day. That's what you need. If you don't have a defensive line that can get pressure on him, the Super Bowls, the Giants, how did they how did they beat Tom Brady? Pressure the quarterback. If you don't have that defensive line, you can't beat Brady. That's the teams that beat Brady. And always and like to relate it to normal life like if you got that guy at work that always top sales or maybe your upper management guy that's always so cocky cuz he has the perfect life to see him like have something where like you know the you know the boss that's always just kind of a jerk but then he uh has some relationship problems and you're like okay he's not perfect you know what i'm saying well with brady it was nice to see the perfect life actually have a bad day and i mean he's hitting i don't know if it's his receiver's fault or his fault he's hitting guys in the head with the football they didn't even know the ball was coming to him i mean it was almost hilarious into a point where brady was giving up on plays he's like ah screw it threw it out of bounds didn't even try to complete a pass they pulled brady at like once they realized the game was out of yeah, hand they were out of, it was I out know, of hand i know but they pulled him i mean to see the patriots have a bad day was actually kind of cool because they're so perfect and brady knows everything that he's doing and they had a terrible day at school they had a terrible day at school it was one of those bad days you know you have a bad tuesday at work where nothing's going right you're running late you spill coffee on your pants you forget your uh packed lunch that your wife made you and left it on the counter there's a run on your pants yeah it's just they had one of those days where nothing went right it was all belichick and brady weren't even yelling they just had these looks on their face like Man, to go home. today sucks. Can we get back to Boston, man? Yeah, they're like, we're on to the next one. We're on to the next one. I mean, that's just what happens. I mean, it happens in the NFL, but the Titans did look good. That de- I mean, when that defense comes to play, that, I mean, their defense is pretty solid. That's that, what they that, said. And they make, they make it ugly. They muck it up. They, they, they make it annoying. They're frustrating. They're a little pesky. And that's, I mean, they did a great job. And Ray hit his lock of the Titans. Hey. Guys, I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but thank God I finally hit a lock. I was tired of everybody saying, I'm not good at locks. You need to stop picking locks. I had some guy hit me up on Twitter just blasting me saying, Ray's an idiot. He should never do locks again. Guys, I got a lock right. Let's move towards being hot again. Thank God. Thank you, Titans. Look, and I missed my lock of the Lions plus six and a half, but the exact scenario that I told you that I liked the Lions for, it happened but we just didn't have enough time on the clock. <laughs> we needed one more quarter. One more no, no, quarter no, and we no, would have gotten it. No, no, no. Oh, that fifth quarter better. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a they, – they were down by 13 or 14 – 13. You started off real bad. Right, but this is what the Lions do. I know. Matthew Stafford is a, a – he's not a good quarterback. Everybody loves him. He gets paid $26 million – but all he does is fall behind, and then his stats look good because he throws the ball 500 times when they're playing prevent defense, and he gets a lot of yards and a couple touchdowns, and everybody's like, oh, see, Matthew Stafford had a good game. They were down 13 with three minutes to go. It was third and seven. The Bears had the ball on their own side of the 50. All the Lions have to do is get a stop right there on that third down, and we're going to get the backdoor cover that I wanted. They were going to get the ball back with three minutes to go, go score, and there's going to be 50 seconds left. And they give up the third and seven, so they get the ball back with one minute. Not enough time to go down and get the backdoor cover. It's okay. It happens. You're gonna miss locks, but <laughs> it, it happens. I mean, well, but, dude, well, why no crap it happens, dude? But, I don't like that Eddie's laughing at lunch right now, dude. It was amazing the run you were on. You were 
so hot. And that's so hot. I'm laughing because I I bet I followed the lock. I, we, we laughed last time because I didn't take your lock. And this this weekend, I was like, no, 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 don't go, go against my bud. Like, he knows what he's talking about. He's hot right now. I took it, and I know exactly what you're talking about. They ran out of time. We were so close. I had about five parlays going with that lock. And if the Bears, if the, the Lions would have covered on that, I could have had four parlays running and made me some good money. And I laugh because that's the way gambling goes. That's the way gambling goes. But I'm going to say, I'm, I was happy as a Bears fan. The Bears looked good. They Their defense played well. Their offense is starting to click. I really like what I'm seeing. Trubisky's not turning the ball over. I, I'm very, very nice weekend for the Bears. We're that's still your in team, front. dude. That's yeah. your team. They look good. That's what I'm saying. They looked good. I was happy. I, I, I thought they would win the game. I just didn't want them to cover. I wanted that backdoor cover. It didn't happen. And we move on. And uh, Alabama... Guys, Alabama needs to be afraid. Yeah, if their quarterback goes down, they're not winning the championship. Alabama fans need to be stressed out yes. right now. Yes. Because Tua, I mean, Mississippi State, they were able to get pressure on Tua. They hit Tua a lot this weekend, and Tua got knocked out of the game because Tua's knee wasn't feeling too good, and he had to ride the stationary bike from the third quarter on, and he didn't see the field anymore. So you... Alabama fans, Nick Saban, you need to be nervous. But the good thing is they play the Citadel this weekend. Tua doesn't need to see the field this weekend. Sit Tua, rest that knee, because after that you have Auburn and you have Georgia. You got two games. Those two games are the important games. Citadel, you could put Eddie in at quarterback, and you're going to beat the Citadel. So don't worry about Tua just needs to Heal that knee because when he get every time he was getting hit, hit, he was getting up slow. And every time you're thinking, oh, there goes Alabama season. Oh, there goes Alabama season. Dude, oh, can you oh. imagine the Alabama fans seeing that in person? He went down at least three or four times where he was real, real slow, slow getting up. I mean, that entire time he's trying to stand, you're like, <sighs> I mean, if he goes out, I don't think they win the national championship. No, I, I don't like, think so either. I like Clemson. I like a Michigan. I mean, the other teams in the four, I like them over Alabama if Tua is out. And I also was thinking, too, man, Tua really didn't help his Heisman case. What Heisman case? The Heisman, the Heisman I, is signed, sealed, delivered. I'm, it is Tua's, Tua's, Tua's. That's it. Okay. There is no one else even on the ballot. Kyler Murray. gets hurt right now. If he gets hurt and can't play anymore, he, like, he is will the not Heisman Trophy no winner. No way. Kyler Murray, Will Grier. There's other guys out there that can sneak up. He didn't have a great game numbers wise. They won by four touchdowns. Amazing. Three touchdowns. But number. I think he only had one touchdown. And you got Kyler Murray, guys like that, put up 50 points. Sometimes, that weirdly, they love these guys that go crazy and put up crazy stats. And that's what Kyler Murray's doing. So who does Alabama put in this week? Because Jalen Hurts ain't walking. He can't even so walk. So they're going to play that Jones cat, their yeah. third stringer. So that's they fine. play the third stringer. It's they, okay. They're still going to beat the Citadel. Sure. Okay. That's it. So they're good. Yeah, they're good. I mean, Tua should not play. Like, if I'm Nick Saban, I don't put Tua in the game. I don't care if he's healthy. If you say he's healthy, I would rest him, get him two weeks of rest before you play Auburn. Coach, he's for sure not playing. He took some hits, and then you got Saban coming out after. He goes, oh, he got hit in the front of the knee, which is better. If he gets hit in the back of the knee, that's what's really bad. So he should be okay. There's no way he's playing after all those hits and seeing the replays, seeing Sports Center. When I watch it, if I'm a coach, do not let him go on the field. Don't even let him practice. He's chilling all week. And it was a crazy weekend in college football because numbers 1 through 10 all won. First time in years. Years. 20 years, something like that. This late in the season. This late in the season, won. 1 through 10, all won. But I want to talk about the two most overrated teams in the top 10. I know who you're going to say. Who am I going to say? Is Texas in the top 10? No, they're not. Crap. Oh, oh. I got you. Okay. Ohio State. Okay. Yeah, because he's and, looking at the top 10. Well, no, that's good. Well, of course. I mean, I don't know who the top 10 is. I was is. trying to guess it from the dome. Um, and Georgia. No. It is Ohio State. And Notre Dame. And Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Oklahoma right about that. Oklahoma is, I mean, they're fun to watch because they score a lot of points. They're exciting. They are the most overrated. T Alabama would beat them by 60 you can't stop Oklahoma State. You can't stop Texas Tech. You can't stop Texas. I mean, your offense is exciting. You got playmakers all over the place. But give me a break. 
They are nail biters. I mean, they are winning by, I mean, because Oklahoma State goes for two, which was the right call. Go for the win. You're not playing for anything. You're not playing for a Big 12 championship. So go for the win. I love the aggressiveness of Oklahoma State. But when you're eking out a one one point win over Oklahoma State, barely beating uh, Texas Tech when they had to bring in their backup quarterback last week, overrated. Ohio State. Let me, you guys, geez, you can't move the football. Your offense is putrid. You go to Michigan State, Michigan State, yeah, that stinks. That's what that means. You go to Michigan State, and Michigan State is not very good. And you're up nine to six in the fourth quarter. I mean, you get a couple turnovers to make it look like a blowout. A terrible game. Those are the most overrated teams in the country. Those two, Oklahoma. I don't think if they win the Big 12, please don't put them in the the top four. Don't put them in the college football playoff. They do not deserve to be there. They're not good enough. Yeah, right now with Notre Dame and Michigan, what we saw this weekend, you got to leave. They're in the top four. They're in the top four. For sure. The the top four won't change unless one of them loses. And Oklahoma, like I think they could score on Alabama, but but I don't think they could could stop them. They don't stop anything. They don't stop anything anything Dude, they can't get, tackle when they played texas in the shootout they were like oh if they can stop texas they might be able to win this they couldn't stop them one time couldn't stop them <laughs> and they couldn't stop oklahoma state when they needed to this weekend just oh, those bad, guys were just launching it over the a, top a bad throw by the quarterback on the two-point conversion or else they lose i mean he had the guy wide open out there in the flat he just threw it behind him yeah that thing play looked ugly no, I, it was, I, it, it, but it was a fun game it was it, if you what like a great game yes and thank you for bringing up texas look texas won I don't know how they give up 17 points in four minutes. They were blowing Texas Tech out of the water. And then everybody, Sam Ellinger, he has been playing well. He is he's Texas is going to be good next year if they can get their defense straightened out. But their offense is starting to click. Everybody, after Sam Ellinger, after they make the catch to win the game, everybody, Sam Ellinger is amazing. Did you see that throw? The most underrated quarterback in college football. Listen. He's not even rated. Sam Ellinger got lucky on that last pass. He is lucky. Little Jordan mossed the dude. Oh, duh. If he doesn't moss the dude, it's an interception. Yeah. It was a bad throw, and the receiver made him look good. I'm glad you said that. He had to straight up moss the he dude. He mossed the dude. Oh. That dude was up there up there going, yeah, I got this iron. Whoa, where did this dude come from? I mean, he just went right over him and took it from him and said, give me that ball, my touchdown. And that is the exact same corner of the end zone mm-hmm. that Crabtree beat Texas back in the day. Wow. It was dirty because it was, it reminded me of when I was in college and Crabtree made that catch into the end zone. Oh my gosh, Texas Tech beats Texas. Now it was the opposite outcome, but it was the exact same spot. That was, was pretty crazy. It was awesome. And little Jordan said, it's my corner now. That's what he said. I'm like, the like captain, captain now. Captain Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. I am the captain now. It's my corner so now. People giving Sam Ellinger credit for that throw. It was all little joy. Did you hear people were giving him credit oh, for that throw? On Twitter, people were just going crazy. Oh, how about Texas? And oh, look at Sam Ellinger. He is the clutch as they come. And I'm like, these are all your Texas buddies, right? Yes, Texas buddies. And I, I got on Facebook and he was like, clutch as they come. And they're like, yeah, he threw it up there so the wide receiver could make a play. No, he threw it up there so an interception could happen and the wide receiver just went and got it. I mean, it wasn't a good throw. But that, I mean, that was awesome. But the highlight of the weekend for me for college football, the UAB Blazers. I just want to clap for the the UAB Blazers. Alabama-Birmingham? Yes. Two years ago, a couple years ago, they folded the football program. They said, we're done. It's not making enough money. It's losing money. We're not going to fund anymore. So all the kids transfer. They shut down the program. I don't know where they got the funding. If they set, they put a pull up or what, and they got signatures, they brought the program back. Two years ago, they weren't playing football. They have clinched the Conference USA West Division title, and they get to play in the Conference Championship coming up in a few weeks. They will play FIU or Middle Tennessee State University. So I want to say congrats to UAB. That is awesome. They overtime win over Southern Miss, and they clinched the West. That was the highlight for me, college football. And whoever that donor is out there with those big paychecks, man, you're making a lot of money, and you did that for the boys. 
I know you're hearing this, man. You make a lot of money, and you made a big difference this weekend, baby. Sitting on all that money. Or did you win the lottery? How did you do it? How yeah, did how you did make you make that, that money? money? Did you graduate from UAB and like that diploma got you in a job? Like, oh, you went to UAB, I'm going to hire you. And then you made your millions? I'm or? telling you, I make my millions. Uh, when my school keeps asking me for money, they're asking for $25 and I ain't giving them nothing. Are you guys blind? Like, you all don't know who donated all this money? To UAB? Yeah. Who? You all don't know. Sam freaking Hunt, dude. He was the quarterback at UAB. Now he's a millionaire. That's the dude that donated all the money. He's got that program up and running. Sam Hunt, body like a back row. Dude, that's the donor. Everybody can act like, oh, some anonymous donor. I don't know, some guy that makes a lot of money donated. That's Sam Hunt, dude. Props to Sam Hunt. Dang, dude. Freaking Sam Hunt? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Body like a back row. That's him. Oh, Lunchbox is trying to Google. It's not going to say it. It's not on Google. I'm just trying to make sure he donated all that money. No, 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 no. No one's ever going to admit to it. Oh, but he, that's, should, he did it. That's your donor right there. Something I noticed, though, is college football. This thing drove me nuts. And I, I watched it, and I've seen it before, but I don't know why this week I was like, what, what's going on? The, the Clemson defensive coordinator has a dude. I guess he hired a guy. I don't know what his job is or what else he does on the team. But his job during the game on Saturdays is to make sure that this lunatic doesn't get on the field and get penalized because he's on the field and he can't control himself. There's a 300-pound meathead right behind him just like grabbing the back of his shirt like, careful, coach, don't go too far. I got you, coach. What's that dude's point? Like, what's the point of that guy? Like, coach, control yourself. You don't need some 300-pound meathead making sure you don't cause the team a penalty. No, all it is is because they changed the rule where they're not allowed to step on the field. And they're not. Oh, no, they're, I know the rule. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. Because they used to st- take a couple steps out on the field trying to, you know, show their players the play so they could see them. They're not looking down at their feet where they are. They are just, you know, trying to get their attention of the middle linebacker or the quarterback trying to call the signals. And so if they're about to step on the field, the guy pulls them back. I mean, I know it's a. It's a, it's a joke. The guy looks Control like. Control yourself. Look at no, your no. feet. No, no, you don't have time an, to look at it's your an feet. important position. It is a, it, no, shut but, up. Hey, no, but when they but, show him on TV. He looks like a goober. It is it hilarious. Looks like a because, guys, it is a goober move. It's the dumbest thing ever. And I want to I know how much this guy gets paid. I want to know how much the meathead gets paid to stand there and make sure his coach doesn't get on the field. <laughs> he grabs him by the belt, too, and he'll pull it back. <laughs> so stupid. And it's like, all right, guys, they're, go, they're, go, they're walking up to the line. And so the play's about to start, and, and the big meathead, Feels like he's a he's in the play. He's like, all right, he gets down. And he's got two. He squats down like he's getting ready to play football. When really all he's doing is making sure the coach doesn't get on the field. It's so stupid. <laughs> hey, dude, it's it's funny when they when whoever the camera guys are that will show us that at home. It is you great. Know they're laughing. It is great when you guys capture funny stuff like that because that's some funny crap when that dude's grabbing him by yes, the belt, it, it, pulling it, it, him they, back. Now listen, I under I, I I'm with you. They look like such goobers. They look ridiculous. They look, I mean. How do the you, coach? I, the coach doesn't even no, laugh. No, sometimes the coach even tries. Let, let me go. Let me go. Don't touch well, me. Don't touch me. No, you paid no, no, him to be there. He has there. a special belt like on the back <laughs> that he pulls. I don't even know if he put a special belt. Like it's like those kids at the mall will held, held on oh, by like, leashes. Those, those leashes. Listen, and parents, if you're listening, if you have your kid on a leash, no, no, and like, no and, coach. If you they put have your, their reasons. No, no. no if you put your kid on a leash, no, then no, you're a loser. No, but sometimes. No, I don't care. Okay, I don't right. care. I don't care. Okay, but sometimes don't doctors put, don't suggest this. Okay, I, my doctor can suggest a lot of things. Cut off his arm. I'm not going to do it. Well, what if it's best for... <laughs> anyway, I'm not putting anyway, my kid ever it. on a leash. Stop it. Ever. Go back to this coach and having his other coach on the leash. Yes, it just looks hilarious. And I wonder how you go to the athletic office and say, yeah, I want to be the belt holder, the belt loop holder from behind. Or when this meathead gets fired, the next one is like, all right, son. They're like They're going to sit down and interview the next belt holder. Why do you so want what to be does he do at practice during the week? Yeah, I mean, he, he has other responsibilities. There's <laughs> no way that the only thing this dude does is pull the coach's belt. He obviously is a strength coach, or he's a uh, what is he a dietitian? Somebody that's You're helping. Making stuff up. I'm guessing. Coach, the only thing I can see with my own eyes is he's a belt holder. He is a belt loop holder. And the coach does play into it because you're right. He kind of goes down like he's a bull and he's yes. fighting the belt. And he starts hole. fighting the belt and he's like, <laughs> "Get off of me! I'm gonna like." No, you have him there for a reason. Stop with a get off me. And there was one more thing you wanted to bring up. I did. Something else that 
irked me. Something else that struck me the wrong way. Okay. Brandon Cooks, the Rams, they're playing at the L.A. Coliseum. He scores a touchdown, and he goes to the crowd like he's going to give a game ball to some kid, and he doesn't give it to a kid. He gives it to Floyd Mayweather, who's sitting in the crowd. I mean, Floyd Mayweather is sitting there with all his boys. There's drinks everywhere. He gets the ball from Brandon Cooks. He's like, thanks, man. Brandon Cooks, there are hundreds, maybe thousands of kids in that stadium that would love to have that ball. And you gave it to Floyd Mayweather? Like, you're going to give it to that dude? What's he going to do? He's going to leave it in the in the limo that he rode in. He's not even going to take it home. That was his second game ball, by the way. Because Tyler Lockett gave it to him first. Guys. So, anyway, and second, yes, you give it to Floyd Mayweather. Why? Why? Uh, why? Because then Floyd Mayweather, hey, you want to come be a part of my entourage in my next fight? Absolutely. You want to go to the club with Floyd Mayweather and I'll pay for everything? Yeah. Maybe they're boys outside of football. Maybe Brandon Cooks is the one that, hey, here's my buddy Floyd wants to come. Can we get him this suite? You don't know their personal relationship. And those seats that Floyd Mayweather have, they might have been the worst seats in the house because they're field level and they're behind the end zone where all the camera people, you have to look through all these people yeah, to see the field. But I'm nobody not, can probably get to them. That's probably the important I understand part. that. But there was other suites next to them and they were on the field level. And I was like, those look terrible because all the camera people stand right in front of you. Dude, you're 100% correct. And at the Cowboys games, all those people that are fear, field those level, are those are terrible. They're not even field level. They're underground almost. They can't even see the can't game. can't even see the game. Like those might be the worst seats in the NFL. You pay so much game. money for those you're seats. You're missing the point why did brandon cooks and doug baldwin is a baldwin lockett tyler lockett tyler lockett why did they give the game ball? I, because they want to get in good with floyd Mayweather. mayweather why wouldn't you what you you have role models there you just gave a, a special ball a touchdown ball to someone that's gonna throw it away no he's not he'll put it in his house no please next to what all his world champion yeah. belts no yes you you under why do you think these people exchange jerseys at the end of games? Why don't they just give it to some kid in the stands? Why don't you get mad at that? They do. They do sometimes. But why don't you get mad when they exchange jerseys and because not? I don't it? see it on camera. But that's okay because they're just gonna throw it in the trash. No, they these guys are sentimentals too. Like people have things that they're like, oh, that's cool. I got this from this game or that game. It's like it's like what you were saying about the Virgin uh, dude. What's his name? Um, uh, the billionaire. The guy that owns Virgin. Oh, oh, Richard Branson. Richard Branson. What did he say? He said something like, it's crazy. Like, when I w- didn't have any money, no one gave me free dinner. And he goes, now everywhere I go, I get free dinner. I, no one lets me pay for a meal. It's the same concept. Like, Flo- Floyd Mayweather doesn't eat anything in this world. He especially doesn't need a, a football, a touchdown football in the NFL. He just, just go up and shake his hand. A kid, you would make his whole life... He would have that ball why in his can't house it, for Why the can't rest it make an adult's life? life? Because an adult... Oh, okay, an adult, but see, not that, Floyd Mayweather. That's what I hate about like the baseball games or whatever. Well, Coach, because you could buy your own ball. No, no, no. It's not the same of buying a ball and getting a ball from the game. They always throw it to the kids. What about adults that have always wanted a ball? Maybe it's their first game. I hate that they only give it to the kids. Give it to adults, too. Adults are there, and it's their excitement. You know how fun it is to catch a foul ball? I don't know because I've never caught one. That's cute. 90% of the of grown men and adults or people, whatever, like they don't, they're jaded people that doesn't do anything to anyone. Like they have their world problems. They got financial issues. Really? They got, because every so, time on, I see a baseball on, game on, and on. they catch a foul ball, they are super hold, excited. Hold on. So, so there's all that, but then a kid, you could make a huge difference in a kid's life by giving him a ball. That kid, a, a, a grown man, that kid, five seconds. He'll love it. No, the kid will throw it down the sewer. Won't even remember it in a week. He'll Depends lose it. Kid. We'll lose it. Anyway, that, that that's something that kind of irked me a little bit. Yeah, Give no, the ball to someone else. And Bobby Petrino got fired this weekend. Yeah, Louisville Look, wins one game, you're going to get fired. Two games. They won two games. And they during his coach's show, during I don't know if it was live or if it's a pre-recorded <laughs> coach's show, but on the scroll, the bottom line, it says, Louisville has fired head coach Bobby Petrino. And he's sitting there on the TV. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if it was live. You know what I mean? Like yeah, It yeah. was so freaking funny so freaking funny thank you very much yes thank guys, you guys can i give my lock also wait wait we whoa, still got whoa, whoa, we, we still, still got a couple a big, more things a big game that went on too we get to talk about oh, we, we also still have a big trade that we got to talk we got to talk about carmelo anthony out of here dunzo i mean guys are we shocked when when the rockets were making such everybody was making such a big deal about carmelo getting bought out in oklahoma city 
or getting sent to the Atlanta Hawks. They buy him out and he signs with the Rockets like he was going to be some difference maker. Carmelo Anthony is done. He's not a team. He's just done. He can't shoot. He he can't play defense. So them thinking that was going to be the missing piece to take them to a title, it lasted 10 games. 10 games in and they're like, this guy has nothing left. Carmelo, it was a good run. You did good. You made a lot of money. You are overrated. You're over the hill. You're washed up. You're not a team player. You're all about Carmelo. You didn't win anything except for a national title at Syracuse when you beat Kansas in the championship as a freshman. Congratulations. It's, it's time, time to ride off into the sunset. Hey, you've had a good year, man. You had a good life. You've had a good life. You had a good career. But, guys, he is done, done, done. I know. Like, he is not good anymore. We all not knew good. he wasn't going to be good with the Rockets because when he was with OKC, they said, oh, the big three is here. And he was terrible. And they go to the playoffs, and they get beat out in the first round by the Jazz. They weren't good at all. Carmelo's not a difference maker, and that's why he's most likely about to be out of the NBA. Out of the NBA. Okay. It's okay. He he He's 34, I think, and it's it's time to go. It's and they're saying, like, oh, he's sick. He's not feeling well. No, yeah, that's an excuse <laughs> to keep him away from the team because they're trying to do find the graceful way, a professional way of getting rid of him. They're trying to do it, um, I don't know how you want to say it, um, gracefully. I guess it's gracefully or yeah. with honor, with respect. Yeah, Carmelo's uh, just an idiot. With, with, with class. Class. He's an idiot. You got to like drive to the basket and get closer. He was trying to drain all those threes and go like 0 for 7 in a game. That's uh, obvious. He was, yeah, he was like 1 for gonna, 11 his last game. He had two points or something like gonna that. Coaches are going to see that. Just try and pad your stats. Go up for layups. He, get can't, get, he can't drive, though. That's what I'm saying. I he wish just I could have told him that, though, because oh. he's sitting there going launch fest like he's the Splash Brothers. I know the game has moved to three-pointers, but oh Melo's three pointer isn't good and that's what cost him because he just looks so terrible shooting him we should start a drinking game every time ray brings up the splash brothers they should take a shot splash brothers boogie lock uh <laughs> betting that's a drinking These game are words that you say every every podcast splash brothers lock and boogie <laughs> oh yeah he loves he loves to say splash brothers then the huge trade jimmy butler gets traded from minnesota to philadelphia and let me tell you jimmy butler it's about time you start <laughs> like he's listening. You for all the talking you do, you sure don't win anything. You wanted out of Chicago. You wanted to go to Minnesota. Oh, it didn't work in Minnesota. I want out of here. Trade me somewhere else. Hey, Jimmy Butler, you're really good. You're really 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 good. But you better start winning cuz you're doing a lot of talking and you ain't doing a lot of winning. For his superstar you're supposed to be, why don't you win something? Why don't you carry your team to the playoffs and do something in the playoffs? I'm tired of you, you know, huffing and puffing and Minnesota realize, you know what? We're not going to be able to win with this guy. Why? Cuz he's got a bad attitude and he wants out of here, so we'll get him out of here. They shipped him over to the East. They didn't really get much in return. They got a couple role players and a like a second round draft pick, but Jimmy Butler, start winning something. This is it. You say, oh, I want out of here, I want to go here. I want out of here, I want to go here. Well, you're out of the Minnesota, so let's win something, bud. Hey, and we got another super team developing. I, I like Simmons. I love Embiid. And Embiid now we is got awesome. That, that's a, and they did the picture, and hey, it's a good-looking starting five. I like that picture. J.J. Redick and someone. Oh, and then uh, Fultz. Fultz, yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about Fultz. Like Dude, it. imagine if they would I'm worried about Fultz. I don't know. But they should have gone after that other guy instead of Fultz if they would have gone after uh Devin Mitchell or whatever. Oh, Donovan. there's a lot of people they could have got yeah. over Markel Fultz. I cannot believe they went after Fultz. But anyways, it's a cool-looking picture, Philadelphia. Maybe you guys have started to create a super team, and that ends up being great, and I really hope so. But as of right now, man, it, it really is just something that's really neat to look at. A real cool starting five, but will they win? Are, are they going to be competitive with the Splash Brothers? Drink. Drink. Take a shot. <laughs> yeah, well, I... Are they going to? Can you bet on them? Are they going to be? Are they going to be competitive with the Toronto Raptors? Toronto Raptors look d- disgusting. Man, that makes it look like Kawhi is just like a superhuman. No wonder he was just chilling. And I mean, he is superhuman. He is he is, he's, he's really good. He he's is, really good. If he can turn around, I mean, the Raptors were always good, but wow, they're the best team in the NBA right now, right? Are they not? Best record, best record. Uh, okay, best record, yeah. best record. I don't know about best team. The Warriors are weird right now. I'll turn on the TV and they'll be down by like 15. I'm like, what? Well, Curry got hurt the other night. when they and he's they, sitting out right yeah, now. Yeah, he's sitting out. I mean, it's a long season, but right now. Who's on that team? 
Splash Brothers. Drink. Yeah. Hey, I mean, so the the Sixers took Markel Fultz over, number one overall. They could have Lonzo Ball, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, they Malik, Mitch, Luke Kennard is terrible. Donovan Mitchell didn't go till number thirteen. They could have got him. Dang. Whatever happened to Batum? Nicholas Batum. Yeah. Why do you ask about the most random player in the history? I was just thinking about him. He was. Whatever happened to Penny Hardaway? I mean, why are we going to play that game? Whatever happened to uh, um, Batum? He still still plays for the Hornets. That's my question. Thank you. He's only 29 years old. Penny Hardaway is not playing anymore. Whatever happened to Darko Milicic? You know where Penny Hardaway is, right? Yeah, selling cars. No, he's the head coach at the University of Memphis. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. But it is a fun game to play, though, when you got Google in front of you. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, man. I always say, whatever happened to this guy? And I start looking him up, Thank and I'm like, you. I start Googling players like, oh, they're overseas now. Oh, they're over here. A now, lot yeah. of them you see are overseas now. Like I just, Jimmer Fredette. I, I he scored 75. I know. I literally in was game wondering in China. a week ago, wonder where he went to. Well, now you know. He plays in China for the Sharks, and he put up <laughs> 75 <laughs> points. And he's amazing in China. Jimmer yeah. Fredette. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, yeah, it was a good weekend, and now uh, let's talk about tonight's game. I know, Eddie, you want to talk about your Cowboys. Okay. I mean, just 30 seconds is all I want. Okay, let's talk about your Cowboys. 30 seconds on the Cowboys. Boys, I love it. I love it. You finally decided to play some football. Lunchbox, you're right. That defense, if it weren't, if it weren't for the defense, we would have no chance at winning that game. The secondary just rocked. They, had, they gave Philadelphia zero chance to catch balls. Like, any of those passes... That that were knocked out of these receivers' hands. That could have been the end of this game. We could have the Cowboys could have been down by twenty one at the end of this game. Like so, props to the defense, uh, Dak. You just go go and 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 throw the football into a tire. Practice, 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 practice. You need help, dude. You need to be more accurate. You need to be as accurate as a bow and arrow. We need you to be better out there. The rest of the Cowboys, props. Uh, Jason Garrett, I'm so glad to see you smile at the end of the game. It was a stressful game, but but let me tell you, this is why we like the Cowboys. Because they create movie drama. The Cowboys always create movie drama. It's a theatrical show with the Cowboys. It was a great game last night. I enjoyed watching it. I'm glad we came out with a W. Thank you very much. Can, can I, I tell you? Can I, I just want to say, Zeke, I love, it's cool in Sports Center when you see a guy hurdle another guy. A guy is going to get hurt hurdling somebody, yes. and then nobody's ever going to do it again. again. Because that is when you get your clock clean. It looks cool. It makes Sports Center, but you are going to get cleaned out. But he, he was a he was an all state hurdler. He was an all state hurdler, and he said when he saw him coming, he's like, "There's no way this homeboy is going to hit me up on the top, so I'm just going to jump over him." And sure enough, he made the right call. However, gosh, he was this close to scoring a touchdown. He said the turf monster got him at the end. He lost his footing. But I think I don't think it was the turf monster. I think if you watch it, the guy did get a little bit of his, his backside. Bo- no, yeah, they were his. Oh, was it his balls? He got his balls. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's what tripped him up. It was a little bit of a nick that threw him off balance. So blaming the turf monster, yeah. I understand, Zeke, but he got you a little bit. I know. He it, got you. Isn't that crazy? A little nick like that could Can, affect him five five steps down. Yes. Like, that's how crazy It threw is. off his timing of the landing. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you. Threw you off guys, his oatmeal and his do you, bowl. Do you see if the Cowboys can run the ball, that is when Dak is effective because it brings the linebackers up gives the wide receivers more time to get open. It creates holes and windows. So you, everybody, that's why, that's what it takes for Dak to be a successful quarterback. He's not going to be a drop back and throw the ball down the field, throw the, like an Aaron Rodgers, a Drew Brees. He doesn't have that accuracy. He doesn't have that. So he needs bigger open windows. That's why the, the running game has to be working for Dak to be effective. He's a serviceable NFL quarterback. Is he going to be a superstar? I don't think so. Maybe he can develop into one, but he's effective when you can run the ball. That's go. it. All right. Now, the Eagles. The Eagles are done. Not making the playoffs. They said 30% chance. The reason I told you at the trade deadline. Or maybe that was a win in the Super Bowl. Sorry. They had to. They went out and got Golden Tate. I said that was a fine transaction. But what did I tell you that the Philadelphia Eagles needed? I don't remember. Do you guys remember? Uh, more Philly cheesesteaks. Yes, ah. more Philly cheesesteaks and more Philly specials. What else? Mm, better uniforms. Better uniforms? Ah. What else? Rocky? They. <laughs> they. The Declaration of Independence? Uh, Liberty Bell? <laughs> What'd you say, coach? They needed a running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because they can't run the ball. Yeah. They have all those small guys that can't yeah, run it in I between the tackles. Small guys. Small wood. Oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking like that. Uh, but they have Sproles, Clement, and um, Smallwood. Smallwood. And they're all smaller backs that they can't get the one, two yards up the middle. They have that Adams guy that they ran a little bit last night. But that is what was missing is they can't run the ball. So the, the Cowboys didn't respect the run. And they could just come after um, whatever his name is, Carson Wentz, and that's what happens. And they eliminate me from my eliminator. Sorry, Aww. Coach. Stupid. All right, tonight's predictions, quick. Oh, you want to take it to the bank. Uh, I oh. The New York Giants, plus three and a half, take it to the bank. You got the better quarterback, you got the better, the best wide receiver, and, and you got the running back. And a great running back. So you got... The three best players are on the Giants, so I'm taking the Giants coming off a bye. Does Mullins show up tonight or not? Or was no, that yeah, just he'll a start fluke? tonight. No, 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 but was that a fluke, or is he going to have the same kind of game? I think he'll have a letdown game. Letdown game. I'm signing off on everything you said. Giants three plus three and a half. Three and a half? I, three, three and a half. I don't know what it is right now. Giants three plus three and a half, and Mullins does not have a great game like he did last week. Take it to the bank. Did you shut the door on that, or are you just saying that? No, I'm just signing off. I'm not I'm not shutting the door on that. Okay, so lunch says take it to the bank. There's only going to be him and then me. I'm doing my absolute lock of the night, folks. I'm going to have to go to college basketball. I'm sorry. I just wasn't feeling it with the gambling gods when going with NFL. I was right this weekend. I am hot right now. You want to listen to me. You want to take out $100 at the bank. Go to Wells Fargo. Go to Regions. Go through the drive-thru. Make it fast. Get the money. Don't tell your wife. But here we go. NCAA tonight in Nashville. It's Belmont and Middle Tennessee State. Oh my God. These teams both put up 100 points a game. The over-under, Vegas got it wrong, is 155 and a half. We're going over. Belmont, Middle Tennessee State, college basketball, I'm giving you a lock. Over 155 and a half. It's going to be beautiful. They'll put up 100 before the first half, folks. It is going to be a high-scoring shootout. If you live in Nashville, go watch it. Tickets are cheap. You'll probably get front row. This is going to be awesome, guys. Go ahead and lock it up. All right, that's it. Thank you. Hit us up on Twitter, Sore Losers Show on Twitter. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the best podcast in America, Sore Losers Podcast. How's you screwing up? I know, right?